Shalom Aleichem to everybody with the fast of Asar B'Tevis upon us. Two questions that arose that I would like to share with you that I think are of significance in terms of understanding the Chiyuvim, the responsibilities and requirement to fast on a Tainas Tzibur, and what the exemptions and exclusions to fasting are. Two very interesting questions that came up are as follows. One, an individual has a very important test to take on the fast of Asar B'Tevis. The results of that test, of course, would secure a certain employment, a job, an opportunity, uh, and longevity in the terms of a particular profession. And the individual asked that if he's fasting, it would be very difficult for the person to pay attention, to concentrate on the concern of not doing well on the test, uh, obviously put them in a position where they're concerned and nervous about fasting. The question is, would that be a reason and potential not to fast? Another very, very similar question, somebody at an interview, has an interview, um, and of course, fasting and not being in one's best state to uh, be prepared and to uh, respond, to communicate and to have a dialogue also on an empty stomach is concerning. And the other question that was raised is, is that person permitted to eat on the fast? Those are the two questions that I like to address. The makor of every single of tiniest tzibur that we have is a pasuk in Zechariah. Tzom haravi. Tzom ha-chamishi, tzom ha-shvi v'tzom ha-asiri. Chazal, the Gemara Mesechus Rosh Hashanah, understand that tzom ha-revi, to be shivasa b'tamaz, as the Mishnah enumerates five tragic events which took place in the 17th of Tamaz, the walls of the Yerushalayim were breached most prominently. Tzom ha-chamishi is Tishabav. Of course, again, the Mishnah enumerates five terrible, tragic calamities which occurred on Tishabav, the most prominent of which, the destruction of the first and second base of Mikdash. Tzom ha Shvi is the fast that takes place of Tzom Gedalia, the assassination of Gedalia ben Achikam, that really brought the close of the Churban. And finally, Tzom HaAsiri Asar B'Tevis, which is upon us, the siege of Yerushalayim. Each of these four dates in four months and the tragedies and calamities that befell them leading to the Churban Besamekdash are marked by a Tainas Tzibur and a fast that is of significance, so much so, the Shulchan Aruch writes and codifies Based upon the Brayes and Mesachas Rosh Hashanah, Daf Yerches, Simin Tov Kuf Mem Tes Chayavim Lehisanos B'Tishabav U'B'Shivaser B'Tamuz U'B'Gimul B'Tishrei U'B'Asar B'Teves Mifnei Dvarim Haroim Sheiru Vahem. So unlike the Shulchan Aruch who codifies Jewish law, here in this context, the Shulchan Aruch introduces us to the halachos of the four fast days, the Arba Tanesing, by telling us what occurred on each of these days. The Mishnah and Sifkat and Aleph describes, enumerates, goes through each of the historical events which took place on these fasts, and as a result explains to us that these are national public fast days, Tanesim, that are required to be fasted by each and every single Jew. And then the Mishnah Brua quotes the famous words of the Rambam in Hilchos Truva, Perak Aleph, Halach Aleph. What is the purpose of these fast days? Kol Elo Ayamim, Kol Yisrael Misanim Pnei Pnei Atzar Shir Behem, Kedela Oer Halavavos Lefakeh Al Darkei Truva. The purpose of a fast day is to raise our spirits, to allow us to pay attention and to do Truva. That we should recall, commemorate, and recognize the tragic events which befell us are only as a result of our evil ways, and we too don't act appropriately, and thus tshuva is a necessity and is a requirement on this day, a fast day.
When we recall and commemorate the events that occurred as a result of our activities, we will return to Hashem and correct our ways. And therefore, and the Rambam concludes and says, Ki ein The purpose of the fast is not just that we are not going to eat, we're not just going to drink. We're going to be dehydrated, thirsty, and hungry. The purpose of a fast day is for tshuva. And therefore people, says the Rambam, who go about their merry way on a fast day, they're really throwing out the ikar and focusing on the tafel. Therefore, of course, we have to fast. Of course, we're prohibited from drinking, but nonetheless, we must recognize and we must make sure that we are doing the ikr and that is tshuva. But nonetheless, the Mechaber codifies and explains the critical notion that each of these four fast days, Shivasa B'Tamuz, Tishabav, the third of Tishrei, um, and Asar B'Teves, each of these four fast days are critical in terms of recognizing Churban Beis HaMikdash. And thus, the Mechaber says in Simen Tav Kufnun, HaKol Chayovim Lisanos Arbat Somos Halolu, each and every single Jew, based upon the Ramban in Torah Sa'adam, that one is required to fast each of these four fast days. V'asr Lifrod's Goder. You can't make a hole in this fence. You can't uproot the necessity, the requirement, the gzeras chazal to fast. And this goes to a large extent to speak to the fact that each and every single adult is obligated to fast. So much so, Rabbi Vajir Yosef, Chazon Vajir writes in his Halachas of Arba Tanesim Daf Mem Gimel, Afilu Talmidei Chachamim, Shetoros Mumnosim, even a Torah scholar, whose whole focus is studying Torah, and one will not be able to eat or drink, won't be able to pay attention to focus, and to learn with Kavana. Furthermore, Melam De Tinokos, teachers, Rabbeim and Moros, Chayovim Lesanos Bedalot Somos Elu, you're required, even though you may not be up to par, you may not be able to learn as well, you may not be able to teach as well, Nonetheless, those individuals and those professions are required to fast. Furthermore, the Be'alacha says in the beginning of Simon Tafkuf Memtes that even a chasn and kala during Shivasim Amishta, chasn and kala during Sheva Brachos are also required to fast. That means men, women, chasn, kala, Teachers, Talmidei Chachamim, are all required. A child who is at the age of Chinuch understands what is taking place, can start fasting certain hours in order to recognize what's taking place. It's not a requirement, it's not Chayav. There is a certain sense of a minug that has developed that a child should fast the three fasts prior to their bar bas mitzvah. There's no real necessity. Rabbi Shlomo Zalman Orbach writes in Halicha Shlomo that that's not a requirement. Nonetheless, a child also has to recognize the gravity of the day. Furthermore, even oral hygiene is prohibited. The Mishnah Bruin Shochanach says in Tavkov Zayin Sifkat and Yudalaf, even washing out your mouth with water in the morning, washing out your mouth with a mouthwasher, even brushing the teeth with toothpaste without water, has the same halacha as rinsing out one's mouth, and one should only do so if it's absolutely necessary. If one is so uncomfortable, you should only do so with your head facing down to make sure that you don't swallow any water. Furthermore, the Shulchan Aruch says in some Tavkuf Samaches of Aleph, that one who inadvertently ate or drank, must continue to fast and has to stop eating immediately, continue to fast for the rest of the day. So we see very, very critical. Chiyuvim 
and halachos regarding a fast day, what is absolutely required to fast. It is important to note that if somebody is taking medication, Shlomo Zalman Orbach, Elicha Shlomo Perak Design, Halacha Gimel writes that one is permitted to drink whatever is necessary in order to um, have the medication go down. So if you take medication, certainly you're required to do so. You should continue taking your medication. If you could swallow that water, of course, that's better. But if you're unable to do so, you would be permitted to drink the water that you need in order to swallow the pill. So those are the chiyuvim of a fast. It's a national uh, tainus, it's a tainus zebra, all a klali soul, it's required, as we said, men and women, and each and every single individual, and if that's the case, we'd see that the same thing would be true when it came or comes to somebody who's taking a very serious exam and needs to pay attention carefully. It's also true with somebody who has an important meeting. It's also true with somebody who has a very long and difficult day in the office. All of these would not obviate, and all of these would not be an exclusion or an exemption or any dispensation to any of these individuals who would be so required to fast. However, there are some exceptions, and let's take a look at those and see if any of the questions that were raised would fall under this category. The Ramah writes in Simon Tafkuf Nun, even though it's Asr Lifro together, it's prohibited to make a hole and it's prohibited to uproot a strong halacha, nonetheless, Uvros Menikos, pregnant women, nursing women, Shemitstaros Harbe, who are in terrible pain as a result of fasting, Eilehesanos, should not fast. However, the Ramah continues, Even though they're not in terrible pain, the Ramah clarifies his comment and says, even though they're not in terrible pain, they're still not required to fast. However, the custom has come that indeed they are noeg to fast. So what do we do? Do pregnant women and nursing women fast contemporarily or not? Post can discuss this at great length and divide and distinguish between the state of the woman and the stage of pregnancy and how much she's nursing. If a woman is able to fast and she feels well, if she's nursing and she's pregnant and she's doing well, she should fast. If a woman is in terrible pain who's nursing and a woman who is uh, pregnant and she's very, very, very struggling significantly um, as a result of the fast in that situation, she would not be required to fast. So each case and each point is dependent. Many Gedolia Poskim of the previous generation have taken a more lenient approach to Uberos and Menikios. Ben Sion Abashol, Zalman Orbach, Ravazdan and others seem to write that if a woman is having a difficult time, and she is in pain, then she doesn't have to fast. The best thing to do, of course, is to try. A woman who is pregnant nursing should try to fast, see how the fast goes, and if she is having a difficult time, that would permit her to uh, break her fast. Now, if a woman is concerned and nervous, again, there is a lot to be made for. There are many, many gedoli haposkim, uh, certainly, as I mentioned, in the last decades, 10, 20, 30, 40 years, who so have taken a more lenient approach, even though the Ramah writes, because the Ramah says, that would be room and reason for one to be more mekel under those circumstances. The Mishnabura commenting on this halacha of a muberes and a menekes comments and writes 
that the same thing is true when somebody who is chalash and somebody who's a chola, somebody who's really weak, somebody who's not feeling well, somebody who's sick. Afilu says the Mishnah Brua, imhu chola she'ein bo sakana. Even though somebody who's sick, where there's no danger at all in the sickness that they have, bivadai poter milahisanos v'asulo lahachmir al atzmo. Such a person is absolutely exempt and it will be prohibited for him to be machmir. And therefore, somebody who's sick and elderly, even though they're not in the category of a chol sakana, their illness is not life-threatening, is not permitted to fast, and shouldn't fast. So those people should be careful and contemplate and certainly speak to a halachic authority to a rub, because weak elderly people, especially if their doctor feels that fasting would be detrimental to their health, should not fast and are not obligated to fast. Furthermore, a healthy adult who might become sick as a result or as a consequence of fasting should also speak to their rub, and in those circumstances there's a strong argument to wake that such a person should not fast as well. So therefore, according to the letter of law, a muberis, a menekes, a chola, even a chola shembo sakana, or somebody who is mitzday or harbe, all of the above would be pro- permitted to break their fast, not to fast, and it would even be prohibited for them to fast altogether. But what emerges from the psak of the Ramah, the Mishnah Bura, is that these are all physical ailments. Physical ailments, somebody who's sick, somebody who's elderly, somebody who's not in a good position, health-wise would be permitted not to fast. However, somebody who's healthy, for all intents and purposes, and simply has another aspect of their day that makes it complicated for them to fast, an important interview, an important test, a, a, a long day in the office, these do not fall under the category of a chola, a chola sh'embasakana, a zakein or a zakena, a muberes, a munekes, and thus for that reason I explained to those individuals that even though they have a test or an important meeting that day, they are required to fast. They should try one of two things, either try to postpone or to set up a test on a different day or to reschedule the meeting. Or another thing to consider is, as the Shulchan Aruch says, that one is permitted to eat prior to the fast beginning in the morning. As long as you make a t'nai, says the Shulchan Aruch and Hilchos Ta'aneisim, that if you make a t'nai before going to bed, that you're going to wake up before Amr HaShachar to eat, one is permitted to do so. A drinking in the morning, a coffee, a tea, or water does not require a condition to be made prior to going to bed because everybody wakes up and everybody takes a drink. But if you want to eat prior to Amr HaShachar, prior to daybreak, in that context, in that situation, be permitted to do so as long as you make a condition the evening before that when you wake up, you're going to eat. Again, on Tainus, on uh, Asar Batevis, which is a relatively short fast, if you wake up early enough and you eat in the morning, that could certainly help somebody get through the day in a pretty significant way. And hopefully that would be a success for that person to make it through the fast. So this is the halachas of a fast day, the requirement to fast on a Tainus Tzibor, and the potential dispensations for those who are in a state where they are not physically healthy enough to fast. Of course, one has to recognize the value, the importance of fasting. Not eating, not drinking should lead a person to understand the significance of each of these dates, Shavasa Betamas Tishabab, the third of Tishrei, Tzom Gedali, Nasar Betevis, that we should be Zocheb, Ezus Hashem, through the Tshuva, through the fasting, and through the Tfilos, through the Avinu Malkeinu, through the Slichos, and through each of the Anenus that we recite to bring us closer to Kadosh Baruch Hu, to restore the Beis Hamikdash Ashlishi, B'Mehera V'Yameinu.